Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator, and I love bringing resources, reputable resources, to the communities that we serve. Tonight, I am so honored because I have a good friend of mine, Dr. Delane Bond. She is here. Oh, Dr. Delane Bond Jacobs is here uh, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going to be talking about her wonderful platform to educate on diabetes. So, Dr. Delane, I'm going uh, to hand it over to you. Well, thank you so much, Deidre, for having me. Yes, I am Dr. Vaughn by day and Mrs. Jacobs by night. <laughs> I'm like Batman and uh, Bruce Wayne. We're never in the same room at the same time. So, um, yeah. So, I really appreciate this opportunity to be here with you today and talk about uh, my passion for living healthy and for uh, living a naturally healthy life and and uh, kind of help spread the word that there this is an opportunity available to almost every human being out there. I don't think that we um, in the healthcare community, you know, I'm a primary care physician. Before I was a physician, I was a nurse, an ER nurse. So I've done, I've done, I mean, like I've been out there for decades in the medical field and it's not something that's um really shared amongst it's not a mentality that's shared amongst medicine i actually heard um uh, another doctor the other day say that americans feel they are ill until proven healthy mm. and i believe that that is really our mentality in america and i want i want to do my part to help shift that because i don't think it serves anybody i believe that we are healthy until we do something to mess it up. And even then our bodies want to get it back. They want to fight for that health. So that's what I help people do in my business with diabetes primarily. I love that. So say that again, America thinks that they're. We are ill until proven healthy. Americans believe that they are ill until proven healthy. We are sick until proven healthy. That is and so true. I am, I'm ready to help re-empower Americans to realize, no, 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 you're healthy. You are healthy until we do something to make ourselves sick. And even then your body will fight for that health. So let's get our boxing gloves on and get it done. That's awesome. So I was looking at your website earlier too, and I love the sick of being sick. Yep. I love that terminology. So let's talk a little bit about your educational uh, program for diabetes? Yeah. So I, clients hire me. I never work as their physician. I don't order lab work. I can interpret any lab work they bring to me, of course, and we can talk about it, but I don't order it. Um, and I don't prescribe medications because my, the people who come to me, they want to get off their medications. They are sick of being sick. They are ready to live a naturally healthy life. They just need a guide to tell them how. And then of course that guide me also helps bring them off those medications in a safe way. So if you're on insulin to treat your diabetes because you have been eating foods that make you diabetic, when you stop eating those foods, you need less insulin and you need somebody like me to help you guide that or you're gonna end up sick. So that's really um, what I help my clients do. I always say my clients are successful professionals. Typically that's who hires me. Mm -hmm. And they're just frustrated as all get out because they can't figure out why they do all of these really hard things in their professional life. They take care of multi-million dollar businesses.
illnesses, or even in their private life, they manage their parents' illnesses and doctor's appointments and multiple specialists and insurance and all of the puzzle that insurance can be. They can manage all of those things, but somehow they can't manage chocolate cake. And it's very, it's very frustrating to them. Why am I struggling with this when I can do all of these really hard things? And that's what I help them do. I help them retrain their brain to where they no longer want to put food in their body that clearly is making them sick. And that's what I help them do. So it's a six month program. There's all sorts. There's a couple of different ways to go through it. You can go through the strictly group program. Um, and that's two meetings a week, a group, two group meetings each week, but there's also an online component where there's educational resources online. Each week, a module is opened up. There's a video. Sometimes there's written information, um, but that is all available to all of my clients. And then the two, uh, meetings each week and then they send me food logs with blood sugars and what they ate and we compare them and I give them feedback each day about that that's awesome so yeah that's that it's it's and they have great camaraderie and you know support from each other and it's just really to see what other people are struggling with maybe they see it on the horizon and then they get some guidance right there in that moment for how they're going to manage that when it comes their way so it's really great Absolutely. It's almost like me too syndrome, (laughs) you know, me too, like, oh, they're struggling with the same thing or similar to what I'm struggling with. And if they can do it, I can do it. Right. 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 And just knowing that you're not alone. Like there is nothing again, we're broken until we're proven unbroken is how our mentality is. And that's Mm -hmm. just the way our brain works. There's nothing wrong with any of us. It's just how we work in our brain. And we talk about that, right? Like our brain has a negativity bias that we are going to be pulled towards the negative experience because 10,000 years ago, when you popped your head out of the cave, you better be looking for what's going to kill you so that you get to stay alive. 10,000 years ago, that served us very well. In today's society, when we pop our head out of the house, we don't need to always be looking for what's negative, especially if it's keeping us in a sick situation, right? Like, I'm never going to be able to figure out how to do this. I just don't know. It's going to be too hard. All of that is that negativity bias. And when we're in the group setting and they can see people who have moved beyond that initial belief set, they all suddenly realize, oh my gosh. There is more out there. This might be possible for me. Right. And it can be done with baby steps. And it's not a sprint. It is a journey, a whole marathon. And I like the accountability portion. The accountability portion to me is crucial when you're trying to change um, bad eating habits or non-existent exercise habits. <laughs> yeah, you know? so yeah. It's, it's very crucial and motivating. Um, since COVID in March, myself and my sister, uh, we started saying, okay, we're going to start changing our diet. Little bitty minute changes at a time. Thank goodness we neither one of us are diabetics or have been diagnosed as a diabetic, but if we would have continued to go on the same route, I guarantee we would have been diagnosed with diabetes. 
and it's very frustrating. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, they say, so we're starting to realize that diabetes is more of a continuum disease than it is mm-hmm. a, a on or off switch. Right. Yeah. And everything from obesity, metabolic syndrome, PCOS, prediabetes and diabetes, that's all this hyperinsulinemic syndrome. Interestingly enough, the latest statistic is somewhere around 50 or 55% of adult Americans are on that spectrum somewhere. You know why? You know why. I do know why. It's because of the way that we eat in America. Right, right. You know, and I find it so, it's so funny because it's all about mindset. So what you're doing is a mindset reset through your program. So it's all about, okay, I have to make this change. I have to do something about it. And I need to find those resources or that help. Hence, you know, finding a diabetes educator or whoever it may be to help me through this journey to where I can understand it. And that's why I love, love, love your program because it does that. It helps people realize that I can't be there tomorrow, but I can be there at another time through implementing great habits. And it's hard. And even the idea of accountability mm-hmm. is a mindset thing. Whenever anybody sends me, oh yeah, and I had three pieces of pie instead of one, my initial question comes off as sounding, what were you thinking? But no, truly, what was going through your mind right then that justified this? Let's talk about, and usually it's something along the, mind, the, the lines of it won't hurt, it's not gonna matter, that isn't going to make a difference. And those are thought errors, right? right? That is a mindset issue. And that's really what we uncover with that. What are those thought errors that you're believing that are clearly not helping you? And then let's look at the reality. The extra pieces do matter. Stop telling yourself they don't matter because they do, right? Yeah. And so I'll share a quick story too, because I've lost 25 pounds since March. I feel nice job. Strong work. Way to, way to like do your part to bring up the average for COVID. Like you're like, everybody else is out there gaining weight, but you're like, not me. I'm going to lose it. What was, what happened was, (laughs) what happened was, is that I started looking at some previous pictures in the past. I'm like, Oh no, I, no, oh no, I can't do this. And I used to be of the mindset that said, I love bread. Mm-hmm. Bread is not your friend. I love bread. And I did not want to give up bread, but that was my mindset. I'd already given up soda, so I don't too much care for soda pop or anything like that. But bread was my weakness, especially Olive Garden. Oh my gosh. But anyway, yep. I said, I got to make a change. So we started with diet. We didn't go into exercise. We started with diet, making minute little changes. And the accountability was not judgmental. It was more like, right. I'm going to cut out so much sugar in my coffee. Instead of putting creamer, I'm going to do honey. And it took mm. a while to get used to it. But now I don't want creamer in my coffee. So it's all a mindset change. My sister and I went to um, Papa Do's. We got the salad, which is a great seafood salad. And we split it. 
And I was like, oh my goodness. I didn't even want the bread. We threw the bread away. <laughs> it was That's like, huge. Oh, we don't need that. We threw it away. We ordered and we picked it up and brought it back home. And we we're like, oh, no, I don't want the bread. Let's just do the salad. Yeah. And yeah. it's all about way to go, you know, and encouraging each other and pushing each other on. And, you know, I see that she's making changes and I'm like, oh, she can't win now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that is a huge thing that will drive folks. Sure. You make yeah. those goals and you really want to you get competitive to get to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you bring up the bread because I always point out to folks, we don't realize when we're looking at our macronutrients in our diet, what's truly required, right? We all believe or we eat as if we believe that the carbohydrates are the most important part of our diet. They tend to be the biggest portion of the American diet, which again, why is everybody diabetic? It's always because of what we eat. We want to believe that it's genetic. And I always say diabetes is you get what you get from your family is your love for apple pie and pizza. That's what comes from mom and dad, not the diabetes necessarily. It's because we get the same diseases they have because we eat the same foods they have. Right. They've and, been are, eating, right? and that just let the audience know we are talking type two. Type two. Yes, we are. Type yes, two. we always are. I don't want nobody to say, no. you know. But, but wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's so interesting how when you look at our requirements from our diet, there are essential fatty acids that we are required to get from our dietary intake. There are essential amino acids, which are proteins. So fats and proteins, there are essential things that our body needs that we have to consume from our environment, from our food. There is absolutely no essential carbohydrate required for the human being, not one. Right, right, and when right. you think about how backwards we have it in our diet, I mean, depending on which statistic you look at, somewhere between 60% and 80% of the American diet is carbohydrate. Mm. And the other small, you know, 20 to 40% is going to be fats and proteins. Right. We've got it completely backwards. Yeah, yeah. And do you, I know you do. It is extremely hard when you're out here working, because I'm a nurse, I can't, I can't stay at home. To find a healthy, quick place to get through it, I can't name. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to eat and, and on the yeah. table. And so I basically, we just, you know, basically got to this mindset that it's cheaper to prepare our meals, healthy yeah. meals, and just, you know, plan that. And it, it, it is so worth it. It's a journey. Yeah. It's a battle. I don't want people to think that, oh yeah, she's saying this. It's not easy. <laughs> it isn't easy, but part of it isn't easy because of what we've always done, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the hacks that I have my clients, that I teach my clients and we work through is I have them decide what their top five to 10 restaurants that they love to go to are. Okay. What are the easy ones? What is it that's on the way to work or home from work? Right. What is it that you tend to hit a lot? And then figure out what is a meal at that restaurant that you can eat. Right. Figure, just look at it. For me, the Olive Garden, I love the Olive Garden. My mother and I will go and I will always get their chicken marsala, but I never get the pasta. I have them double up the steamed veggie that comes with it. Oh, okay. 
so it's just the steamed broccoli. So yeah. I'm not, I mean, like for me, it's not like, even if they serve me the pasta, I wouldn't eat it. I just yeah. don't, I thought I would miss pasta a lot more, but I don't, I, but they, I don't, I wouldn't eat it even if they served it to me, but I can like, I would totally, why wouldn't I eat the veggies? Those are loaded with all sorts of things that I need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So going, figuring out those restaurants you love mm -hmm. and then figuring out what's on the menu that you can make work for you. And that's a great tip. 10 of them, figure out your 10 favorite restaurants, mm -hmm. because then you don't ever feel like people be like, but it's so restrictive. I'm like, you got 10 different places to choose from. We're just telling ourselves it's restrictive because we don't want to, our brain inherently wants to avoid that change. Nothing's restrictive. And I want to add this too. I hate the word diet mm -hmm. because to me, it makes you feel like you're on punishment. That's just yeah. me speaking because you can't have this. You can't have that. So I think of it as a lifestyle change and it's just minute changes at a time. So you won't be so bombarded by, I can't do this, 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 and this, and I'm miserable, right? But when you say, okay, well, I'm going to, for this 90 day period, I'm going to not have any creamer in my coffee. Yeah. And then, and then I get to reevaluate at the end. Right. And then you get to move to the next step to me, you know, I love that idea too about, you know, picking out your restaurants because half of them I don't even go to anymore because we enjoy the food at home now. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is a nice thing. That is one of the really um, pleasant surprises I think that people have. When I, I don't use the phrase diet. I, I don't use, whenever I speak of a diet, I speak of it the same way a zookeeper would speak of the elephant's diet as the food that they eat, right? Like okay. yes, we yes. feed an elephant, an elephant's diet, right? We eat it as human beings, a human being's diet. Mm -hmm. But I always, I will, <laughs> I will tone this down. We have a face, a Facebook group with my program, the Delane MD Facebook group. And the back the the banner on the Facebook page is we are grown adults we get to make our choices it isn't we have to do anything we're grown people mm -hmm. I can do whatever I want to right right I am choosing this because I like what comes with it right absolutely I love that it's all about the outcome right yeah it's yeah. how you respond instead of reacting to the outcome so that all goes with back to that mindset. You have to decide to make that change. You have to decide to get the resources. And we have wonderful resources here with Dr. Vaughn tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned the Facebook group. So can you um, say that again for those who might have missed it? The Facebook that we have that like that they can find me on Facebook or the yes, name, the name of the group that we have. Well, and it's not even the name of the group. It's a Delane MD. It's a private group for my clients. Okay. But certainly you can find Delane MD. Thank God my mother gave me a unique name. I mean, like, I, I get all the Delane stuff. So um, Delane MD on Facebook will get you to my Facebook page. All right. I do frequent Facebook lives. Okay. So people can see the information there. They're always archived, of course. But if you catch the lives, so you like Delane MD on Facebook and you catch the lives, you can sign in and I will do live coaching with you there. Like if somebody's like, I'm really just struggling. It's after Christmas and, you know, I can't seem to stop eating the junk in the house. We coach on it right there. We can do all of it. Um, 
So that's um, one way to find me. They can also find me on Instagram and almost all of my Instagram stuff feeds over to Facebook. So that's it. And it's again, it's Delane MD. D-E-L-A-N as in Nancy, E-M as in medical, D as in doctor. Um, That's my Instagram name and uh, my Facebook page name. So they can find it there. And what about your website? I've noticed that you have a podcast on your website. I do. I do. It's Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD. It's on um, Stitcher, iTunes, um, Google Play. And then you can find it at my website at delanemd.com. You can find it there also. So, and I, similar to you, it's once a week and they're short kind of like, I mean, I think they're some of those health podcasts last an hour, hour and a half. I don't do that because my ADHD flares up, but, um, definitely like I share not only sometimes it's a mindset, like this week's podcast was on courage and how you have to really embrace courage to take the first step in changing. And you have to embrace courage to continue and to maintain. And I talk about how, when I was a kid, I thought courage was being fearless. And as an adult, I've realized courage is moving forward in spite of the fear and how that shift has been really imperative for me. So sometimes it's that, but other times it's like, let's talk about how you do intermittent fasting. Let's talk about what that looks like. Let's talk about the science behind sleep and your blood sugars and your health and why it's so important. Some of the podcasts are on those kinds of things. Some of them are more on mindset things. So yeah. I love it. So that's DelaneMD.com. That's correct. All right. I'm going to say it again. DelaneMD.com. So you have to have to just go there, peruse around, tune into her podcast. It's amazing. So much information. So let me ask this before we uh, begin to wrap up. How would a potential client walk through onboarding with you as their uh, coach? Yeah, so they set up a consult. It's a mini coaching session. It's a consult. That's the first step. And I talk with them. I talk about what medications they are on. What other issues do they have going on? Like I have a client, she has, she had a heart attack when she was like 35. And so she's got a defibrillator in and she's got all these other cardiac meds. Mm -hmm. And how are those meds going to affect our efforts at reversing your diabetes? Because you'll be shocked to know all the meds that actually will cause diabetes, including Mm -hmm. like cardiac meds. Like we all know steroids, we expect that, right? But there's a lot of meds that will cause high blood sugars. And then we as physicians throw insulin on it to try to make it better. And it's just messy. Mm -hmm. So we talk about like what's really possible. Like if you're on all these meds, like maybe coming off of all of your diabetes meds aren't going, you're not going to get there, but let's see, are you going to be okay with just coming off the insulin and staying on the oral meds? If you are, then, then I can help you. Mm -hmm. So we talk about those kinds of things. We talk about what's been tried before. And then we talk about the three tools that I use, which is cleaning up your diet, intermittent fasting, nutritional ketosis. Some of my clients use all three of them. Some of them only use one or two and they get the results they want and see, you know, if you're not interested in doing anything different then clearly, like, I wouldn't want you to hire me because that wouldn't be a good, a good uh, fit. So we go through that first. And then we talk about my program. We talk about where you're struggling. And then we talk about the program and what results they can expect to get. And if that's something they want to go forward with. That's awesome. So, 
And they can find on my website, there's a work with me tab. So they can send me an email through that. If they have any questions about what we've talked about here, they can send me an email through that, or they can just email directly delane at delanemd.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Dr. Vaughn, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I, my mind is just like spinning with all the things that we could have talked about and gone into but then we would have been talking for 24 hours or more <laughs> we would have been one of those hour and a half long podcasts. Yes. yeah yes but i would love 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 to have you back uh, again and then maybe we can hone in on some of the medications or the hot topic medic diabetes medications or whatever topic that you see fit i am open to helping educate the community we serve Yes. And I love that. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I appreciate that you're another, like we're all out there trying to do the same thing, really serve folks in a way that's holistic to all of them, not just a small part of them and right. sacrificing the rest. Right. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate the opportunity to be here. And I'm happy to come on and talk about anything that you're hearing with your clients and your audience that they have any questions about um, and, you know, offer my perspective and what I know about it. But then, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about everything from cardiac medications to diabetes medications to how to do nutritional ketosis or whatever it is that you might be interested in. So, okay. yeah, definitely yeah, so you call on me. I think we'll be breaking it down to maybe to a category, you know, maybe something yeah. like... Um, my mind is just going here right now. So maybe, you know, uh, beta blockers and diabetes or yeah. cardio calcium channel blockers and diabetes, whatever we statin know, therapy and diabetes. Oh, that would be awesome. All let's the hotness. Sure, let's make sure we do that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. You are so appreciated. I'm so glad you're my friend. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight of Health Chats Among Friends, where we bring you reputable resources to serve in our communities. Thank you again and tune in next week for another amazing chat with another amazing resource. Thank you, Dr. Vaughn. Thank you, Deidre, so much.